Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the league, Rook. The Lions welcomed in their rookie class for their first actual taste of NFL action this week. And I think, as always, there's good stuff, there's some bad stuff, there's some dumb stuff, and we continue to learn a little bit more about this Lions administration. Let's get into it. Lions fans, it's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions Podcast. Before I get started, please subscribe to the channel. That's how we get to do what we do. Uh, Likes, thumbs ups, thumbs downs, comments, questions, all of that stuff is always welcome as well. Uh, Please be a part of what we're doing here at DLP. It's uh, those subscriptions that drive the machine and make it possible for all of this kind of fun stuff to happen. So please do that. In thinking about the rookies and welcoming them to the league, I think for me, and this is just me talking, one of the coolest things about this rookie minicamp experience and the media sessions that follow is that outside of the winning locker room on Super Bowl Sunday, it's one of the only moments in the entire NFL calendar where there's just joy. There's just the joy of seeing human beings who've, who've had their dreams come true. Like the prayers have been answered and you get to see that time and time again with these media sessions. And if you haven't checked them out, I suggest you go check out the Lions official video stream and uh, check on what all of the various rookies had to say. But it's just amazing from a purely human standpoint. We can get into bitching about all of the football things and fantasy roster values and all of that other stuff at another point in the calendar. But for the rookies to come in, to get to see their name on a locker, to get to put on a jersey and a helmet and run around and do some football stuff with their new team and their new coaches in their new home, in their adopted city, and get to react and respond to a fan base that is obviously very, very, very thirsty for any kind of success is really, really neat. Uh, There were a couple of interviews uh, that stood out and jumped off the charts. If you haven't seen Broderick Martin talking about his draft experience in one of the media sessions, I cannot recommend that one highly enough. When he talks about getting the call earlier than expected and not having the patience to wait for the elevator and having to charge down six flights of stairs and seeing his mom jump for the first time. All of those things is just joy. And you get to see these guys who are in the very, very initial stages of embarking on their professional career. And from that standpoint alone, it should put a smile on your face. Now, there's a lot of other things going on there as well, and we need to talk about that. From the team standpoint, watching these rookies talk to the media, seeing them out there on the field, it becomes abundantly clear what the Lions type is. If you go back and were to try to play a drinking game 
where every time said someone said, uh, we're going to take this, you know, one day at a time, or we're going to grind, or we've got to do the work, or it's just about time to get out on the field, and I just want to get to into the playbook. All of the if you were to play that drinking game, you would need a life flight after a half an hour or so. These guys are all charged up on the exact same cliches, and some of which I'm sure were provided by the Lions media team because a smart media team would do that. But they're all cut from that exact same cloth, which is something that Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell say an awful lot. You can go even further to the video that the Lions published where Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson and Chris Spielman go to pick up Jameer Gibbs and Campbell at the airport and introduce themselves hilariously. Like, hi, I'm Barry, and I know who you are. And then the car ride back and getting to talk about ball and getting to talk about what it means to be in Detroit. These guys are very, very similar. Each interview emphasized the same points about getting to work, about putting in the time, about gaining the trust and respect of the coaching staff and the other veterans on the team. And it becomes very, very apparent after only a short little while that the Lions have a type and that these guys, regardless of positional value arguments, I don't want to have that fight again. You can check out one of my other videos to go through that whole draft positional value squabble. It becomes very, very apparent that regardless of position, regardless of where they were selected, regardless of what's going to be expected of them in their rookie year, because there's a lot of variance there, these guys are all cut from a very similar cloth. They're all very much the same, all about football. They're all about ball, which is something that assistant GM Ray Agnew brought up in his press conference, which brings me to another point. This time of year isn't just about developing the rookies. It's really, really clear that the Lions want to build a solid development program throughout every phase of this franchise. And I think it's invaluable. If you want to lure top executives, if you want to lure top coaches, if you want to lure top trainers, if you want the best in the league, they've got to know that there are opportunities for growth that they are going to be able to develop and that should an opportunity come up that would be that would represent advancement somewhere along the way that they're going to be in a good position to take that and i think you see that throughout ben johnson getting interviews aaron glenn getting interviews and then the lions putting assistant gm ray agnew on the mic to talk about his rookie experience, to talk about two-a-days, to talk about not being necessarily terribly welcome in that defensive line room because he was there to claim somebody's job, and then to go into his version of the reasoning behind all of these draft picks and how excited he is for this time of year, finally getting to unwrap all the presents and see all these guys on the field. And you get a real sense for just exactly how Ray Agnew views this team and why is that valuable. Well, Talking to the media and getting savvy in that way is kind of an important part of a general manager's job. And if you're an assistant general manager with your eyes on being a GM at some point, there's no better way to get good at it than time on task. And they're providing those opportunities. You see it time and time again from the top down, from Sheila Hamp all the way through to the training staff, on down to the players, on down to their media departments and all of the other people that work with this franchise. They're trying to do first-class work. And that's not always been true in Detroit. There have been a lot of shortcuts. There have been 
a fair number of misfires in terms of people that were trusted in important positions throughout the organization throughout the years. And it is very, very telling to see the way that the Lions treat guys like Agnew when it comes time to get in front of the media, when it comes time to build that rapport and that respect from people that cover the team and the fan base and everyone else involved with this organization. It's a hallmark of what Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell have been trying to do from top to bottom, and it doesn't just involve the players. And speaking of the players, they got the unfortunate crash course in dumbass questions. Now, I realize this is a personal pet peeve of mine as a former member of the credentialed media. I've been a part of a lot of those media scrums and had to hold my tongue as people ask dumbass question after dumbass question after dumbass question. And this year with the rookie minicamps, it was no exception. If one more person is going to ask Laporta whether or not he thinks it's neat to have a former college teammate in the locker room with him in Detroit, I'm going to scream. Of course it's neat. Of course, it's a good thing when you're embarking on a brand new professional challenge to have a familiar face in the room. That is the journal equivalent of asking, do you like fun stuff? Yes, he likes fun stuff. And yes, it's good to have a familiar face. If you'd done an ounce of research, you'd have known they were roommates, not just teammates in their time at Iowa. Speaking of that, asking Jameer Gibbs, for some sort of breakdown or analysis of Laporta after one rookie session. What are you doing? Why, why are you asking a running back for a breakdown on a tight end? That's not his job. His job is to be a running back. And he had to flat out own the fact that he hadn't watched a lot of Iowa football, which good for him because Iowa football is a crime to the eyeballs. They cheer for punters in Iowa City. And while I'm, I think Campbell and Laporta both are going to be good additions to the roster, there's a lot of 6-3 to three happening with those Iowa Hawkeye football games. That should be something that happens when you have a missed assignment. You have to watch a quarter of Hawkeye football. Of course he didn't watch it. Of course he doesn't have an evaluation of tight ends. That doesn't hold a candle to the dumbass questions about how he feels about where he was drafted. They did that to Branch as well. You slid. Does that bother you? Of course it bothers him. Of course it would bother anyone. With any pride, with any acumen, with any ability at all, you want to be thought of as highly as possible. And so, yes, he was bothered that he slid. And no, Jameer Gibbs couldn't answer a question about how he felt about the analysis of being drafted 12th overall. Because that's not his freaking job. We've got to do better. And we, collectively, as a media, if you get a lanyard and you get to stand there with these players, please give more than 14 picoseconds worth of thought to the stuff that's about to fall out of your face. Consistently putting rookies in weird positions to ask or answer dumbass questions that are phrased poorly and leave them nowhere to go. How do you feel about uh, the people saying that the Lions reached on you, Jameer? He had to stand and take a breath and go, I don't care because he doesn't care. And that's a dumb question with an obvious answer. Do better, journos. Do better, be writer, radio, reporter, people, whoever it is holding the mic. Please, for the love of God and for the sake of these players, think about the questions you're going to ask. Please, I'm begging you. My final thought 
with rookie minicamp wrapping up is that these guys, as a class, top to bottom, are going to have to yoke up an unfortunate amount of responsibility in the eyes of some pretty eager media. Fact of the matter is, there are lots of doubters out there. ESPN dropped the Lions from 9 to 13 in their power rankings after the draft. There are guys out there that write for ESPN, like Travis Fulham, that picked the Lions to win eight games, set the over-under at 9.5, and and bet the under. He's not on board. There's Mike Floria running around telling anyone who will listen that Jared Goff is not the quarterback for the Lions, despite the fact that he's headed into year three. That's still happening. There are the guys at The Athletic and The Athletic Football Show who said the Lions made a statement with these draft picks that they think they're ready to take the next step. And at least for the hosts of that show, Robert Mays and, and Nate Tice, they're not following. They don't think the Lions were there. They think they've got building to do. And if anything goes wrong, at any point in the season, I don't mean in total, if there's a two or three game losing streak, people are going to default to the moves made in the draft and the contribution or lack thereof from this rookie class. Because this is a year that a lot of people are all in on Detroit making some noise, including the National Football League. That's why they're starting the season in Kansas City with the first game of the year. Expectations are sky high, and a lot of that is going to rest on the shoulders of these guys that Lions fans got their first chance to meet this weekend. I'm not sure that's entirely fair. I think when you've got as many high draft picks as the Lions had, it's probably unavoidable, and everybody taking rounds one through three probably going to be expected to contribute right away. You know those first-rounders have got to be on the field at Arrowhead or people are going to be losing their minds. And throughout the course of the season, if there are any hiccups, people are going to default to the position that the Lions overdrafted, that you can't take running backs and linebackers in the first round. That's what all of the pundits say. Well, guess what? When you go against the pundits, they're waiting for you to trip on your shoelaces. That's what they're waiting to have happen. And these rookies are going to be asked to answer those questions throughout the regular season, probably a little more than any other squad in the NFL. Not sure that's entirely fair, but I do think the fact that the Lions go in and get guys that are all about ball and only care about this game and had all of the right things to say on the opening weekend will likely have the right things to say and the right attitude towards any adversity during the regular season. At least that's the hope. And right now, hope springs eternal in Allen Park. Thanks for your time. That's it for me. Again, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Uh, rate, review it, pass it on, share the thing, comments, welcome. Try to answer any questions. Uh, I, I get into the comment section and I read them all, even the mean ones, even, even the really mean ones. But anyway, please be a part of that and I'll see you next time. Let's bring it in here together. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Lions on three. One, two, three. Lions! You've had enough of that shit.